I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, Episode 79. Today, we talk about cerebral palsy, how it did not stop a guitarist from his dream of playing and having his own band. It's Mind Over Matter on this Life-Changing Episode. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, welcome, everyone. We've got a very special show for you and one that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. But before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guests today. Rate and review the show for me. And I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest today was born with cerebral palsy, a neurological condition that affects movement, coordination, and balance. More than one doctor told Brandon Mendenhall he would never play an instrument, but he had other plans. The film Mind Over Matter documents Mendenhall's unbelievable journey to rehabilitate his then paralyzed left hand in order to play guitar while also overcoming bullies and stereotypes and along the way he found friendship and mentors with members of the Grammy award-winning band Korn and Brandon Mendenhall eventually formed his own band the Mendenhall Experiment which opened the main stage at Monster Energy's Aftershock Festival 2016. They soon signed were soon signed to a major record deal and released their debut album on Lucent Universal Records. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Brandon Mendenhall, as well as French film director Sebastian Packy of Mind Over Matter. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing hey, great. Good to be here. Hey, and hello, Sebastian. I can't wait to ask you more about the film. And uh, Brandon, let me ask you something. Let's just start off at the beginning and talk about the cerebral palsy for a moment. What physical limitations did you deal with growing up? Well, a lot of it was my balance and coordination, obviously. The the walking stuff was probably the biggest challenge of mine. I, I didn't walk until I was almost four like, unassisted without a walker. So that was huge. And then, obviously, my speech. I had to go through countless speech therapy sessions to be able to talk and speak like you hear me today. And then my left hand was completely paralyzed. I uh, didn't use it for anything. And I, I really didn't find a purpose for it until I started playing guitar. Well, and I want to get into the guitar in a moment, but I want to ask you something. How tough was it growing up dealing with the bullies and also dealing with the stereotypes of having cerebral palsy? It, it was tough because people tend to outcast what they don't understand. And most people make me understand that I had a, a physical disability they always automatically associate it with uh, mental disability. And for lack of a better term, you know, a lot of people thought it was, like, mentally retarded. So, you know, they just kind of typecast you, and then they, they pick on you from there. Yeah, and, I, and I, when I saw, when I watched the film Mind Over Matter, and ladies and gentlemen, you have to download you have to buy you have to watch mind over matter it is one of the most inspirational um 
arts of filmmaking I have ever seen, and it is truly inspiring. And one thing, Brandon, that I noticed in the documentary was a very disturbing story about you basically being leached to the front porch um, in your neighborhood. Yeah, I was I was messing around with uh, the bully of the neighborhood, and you know, this time I thought. He was being cool and like, being my friend, and I ended up getting tied by my neck to uh, my neighbor's front porch like a, like a dog, you know? And uh, luckily, her son and consequently uh, the guy who became my best friend in the movie uh, came out and broke everything up and untied me and went and yelled at that kid's mom and said, hey, check your kid. <laughs> well, and then he ended up. Now, what was his name? Because he ended up being a lifelong friend, correct? Uh, yeah, Jason. Jason Howard became and still is like my best friend in life. Um, he he's the one that got me into like music and the one that I dug through his CD collection and brought all this different type of music home on a daily basis and. And that was kind of my introduction, you know, I was digging through his collection and finding these different records where, you know, I got the Nine Inch Nails and the Metallica and the Megadeth and Steve Vai and the Ice Cube and the Dr. Dre. And <laughs> every day was a, a different adventure because he had everything in there. Well, I understand that the most therapeutic thing you did to rehabilitate your left hand, like you had said, was you wanted, you had the, you had the desire and even the passion to play guitar. And is it, am I correct that your first guitar was actually a seven string? It, it was a seven string Ibanez because obviously I was a, a big coin fan and Steve Vai. So I wanted to, uh, you know, play the instrument that those guys were playing, but also I went to Guitar Center and tried out a bunch of different guitars. And actually, the seventh thing, because the neck was so so wide and flat, it felt better therapeutic-wise in my left hand. And I felt like I was able to move my fingers more on that fretboard because I had more of a, a, a foundation to, to hold on to. So I really pushed to get a seven string, and at the time they were really expensive. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. And I and and it and it was your grandmother that actually fronted you the money to buy a guitar and the amp behind your grandfather's back. <laughs> Correct. I uh, I can I found one of those seven string guitars at a deal. I found it for a thousand bucks. And I convinced my grandmother to loan me that thousand dollars and and buy this guitar behind my grandfather's back. And then, like a a couple months after I got the guitar, I convinced her to, uh, you know, loan me the money to get the amplifier. And then I spent the next year and a half making French fries at McDonald's to pay her back for that for that. Well, investment <laughs> well one thing i one thing i noticed and one thing i came away with from watching the documentary is that your mother and your grandmother they 
are literally angels in your life. And, um, and, and to see that your grandmother, you know, backed up your, your passion and desire, uh, to not just play guitar, but you know, you even went to, um, full sail university, which I thought was phenomenal. And, uh, and then it just kind of, uh, went from there. But, uh, let me, let me ask Sebastian a question here about, about the film. Sebastian, what was your overall, um, goal, uh, in putting this film together? And, um, what did you see through, I guess, the, uh, the lens when you were filming, uh, Brandon and all of the others, uh, that you interviewed? Well, I really, you know, this film is a documentation of this entire life journey from birth all the way up to today. So I really wanted the viewer to feel like they were really being a part of his life, that they were sitting on their couch, but really, you know, living those 35 years of his life. So to accomplish that, I was like, I'm going to totally immerse myself into his life, which was really easy for me because we've been friends for 15 years. Um, so I already knew a lot about him, but I was like, I'm really going to be following him every day. The cameras are going to be rolling every day for several years, and I'm going to totally immerse myself into his life this way. I know I'm going to be able to represent that in the film itself. So, you know, we traveled all, all the way to Illinois for a week to go back to his super small um, hometown and interview absolutely everyone over there, the mayor of the town, the, you know, the mother, the grandparents, the high school teachers, the high school friends, the ex-girlfriends and so forth. And I think it, it really shows like, you know, we've done um, many, many film uh, festival screenings the entire uh, year of 2018. And the feedback every single time is like, I really feel like I know Brendan and that is part of my family because I've been living his life for the last hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. After I watched the, the whole documentary from start to finish, I came away with, man, I know this guy. You know, it, it's almost like, you know, you're already friends with Brandon without ever meeting him because you actually met him through the documentary and and Sebastian what is your exactly. favorite part of the documentary what stands out to you as the defining moment well you know he found um refuge in music and the band corn really helped him helped him shape his career and helped him um you know with you know the lead singer for that band Jonathan Davis you know was talking about subject matters that he could really relate to. So he really dove into that band fully. And, you know, I don't want to give away everything in the film, but towards the end, he actually gets to collaborate with one band member of that, of, of Korn in the studio. And he actually took the reins. He was the one guiding the session throughout the entire day and to wrote, to write that song with, uh, Monkey from Corn. That was really, really special. I've I've actually been working for that band for a decade, and I had been in the studio with them in different situations many, many, many times. But that very day, when those two guys were writing that tune together, that was something really special. You could really feel the love between those two musicians, and they were really equal. And that was astonishing for me to witness and to and- catch. 
I agree with you, Sebastian, because what I uh, took away from that that one element of the doc- documentary is that you showed Brandon. Brandon was nervous of to go into the studio with Monkey, and and in a way, it's almost like he thought Monkey would be the one that was going to be kind of leading the session. But in reality, Brandon, you actually led that whole session with Monkey on film, and I just found it amazing that. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it was like, you know, this this full fledged feeling of confidence just came through you, and and like Sebastian said, you and Monkey were equals in that studio, and you're equals now. <clears throat> well, we'll see. I, I need to get my record sales up to call myself an equal. But uh, <laughs> that was um, that was just a, a magical moment, you know. And I, I feel that I I don't know what happened going into that session, but I think I, I definitely knew what I wanted and what I wanted to get out of the song, and I don't know if I took the reins because I didn't want to be, I, I didn't want somebody to come up with a part for me, but I don't know. It just kind of happened. Well, you know, sometimes you just have to uh, step forward in faith and things just come together. And I think in that moment, it really did come together. It was absolutely beautiful uh, to watch. Now, let me ask you this, Brandon. Uh, what has this film done for you, done for your band, and as well as really projecting the message out there that, you know, a disability is not a limitation? <clears throat> Well, I think we're breaking the mold on that stigma of uh, people with disabilities and, and having limitations. And, you know, we go out and we, we preach that life is limitless and that you can accomplish anything that you want to do in life and you want to be in life. You just got to go out there and work for it. And, and we're seeing that kind of impact on, on a lot of people that see this and experience this film because this film really is an experience uh, for a lot of people, I think. And um, just to see the positive change in people and the, almost the positive reinforcement of everybody kind of coming together and saying, we need this film right now in this 2019 world that we live in. This is, this is great more people need to see this and get inspired to do and be the best person that they can be. Yeah, I agree. Cause I'm going to, I'm definitely in your corner guys. Cause I'm going to be shouting this from the rooftops to get people to see this film and to experience. And Brandon, do you feel that you have become a role model for others that, you know, have cerebral palsy or maybe they have another type of limitation and they look to you now thinking, I can do it. You know, you know, I can go after the desire of my heart and accomplish it. I I think I'm definitely becoming a role model of sorts. I get emails and messages on a on a daily basis of from people that tell me exactly exactly that. You know, I look up to you. You're giving me strength and you give me hope and and uh, you know that's. That's awesome for me to know that I've I've turned my negative hand of cards in life into a positive, and that's that's the underlying message of 
of the entire movie is is take what you have, make most of it, find a way to get around your obstacles, and and succeed. I, I agree. And Sebastian, let me ask you this question: when you when you filmed the documentary, and I noticed that uh, you had interviewed others with disabilities that came to the concert. I remember the, the, the two young men in the, in the wheelchairs. I remember the, the young girl in the backyard. Uh, when you filmed those portions of the documentary, was there something that just stood out to you and seeing their reaction and seeing uh, Brandon living his dream? It was so beautiful. I mean, there's so many beautiful things about this film, the entire experience, this 15-year-long friendship with Brandon, uh, you know, I could go on and on and on. But for him to inspire people with disabilities, with his own music, it's, it was mesmerizing, mesmerizing to witness uh, what is not touched on the film because, you know, we only have 90, 90 minutes to tell his entire lifelong story. Is that one of the two gentlemen that you're referring to in the wheelchair actually got inspired to pick up the guitar himself and Brendan was kind enough to actually buy him a guitar and offer him a guitar on stage at the end of one of his local shows here in California for him to really start, you know, strumming those chords and try to really uh, start learning and practicing the instrument. So it's really the passing of the torch, you know, it's like you know, monkey inspiring Brendan, who's now inspiring, inspiring other people to try to see if they can actually do it. And they can. The power of the mind is absolutely limitless. Oh, my goodness. I- I'm thinking that you're going to need to offer some uh, uh, extra footage uh, at the end of the DVD for us to, to, to watch, because after it was over, I wanted to I wanted to see more. I wanted to learn more. And because it is just an amazing work of art. And Brandon, let me ask you this question, because uh, was it tough for you, for Sebastian to follow you around and then ask you questions or ask, you know, have you tell different stories that, well, I mean, it brought a lot of tears to your eyes and it definitely brought a lot to mine as I was watching it. You know, in the, in the beginning of the process, uh, it was, it was a little weird for me to have a camera in my face all the time and but, you know, I quickly got past that and then, you know, getting into the certain subject matters of you know, the passing of my grandfather and, you know, the addiction phase that I went through and you know, that kind of stuff is, is the really heartfelt stuff that you know, do I want the whole world to know this? Maybe not, but I'm going to be truthful and I'm going to be an open book. And hopefully, my stories of what I've went through can help someone else. Well, you know, I I, I am uh, happy that you were open and honest in the documentary and showed, I mean, my gosh, I mean, the hardships. I mean, it wasn't just the bullying and the stereotypes. I mean... There's even, you know, there's there's even family moments that were that, that were kind of uh, downtrodden in a way where, you know, your grandfather really wasn't, uh, you know, for you trying to learn the guitar. And uh, and, and that was kind of a, a major uh, point in the documentary as well. But you continue to uh, to push on. 
And, and I think that you being open and honest in this film just brings it all together because for all of us who are watching it, for those out there that may have a disability or maybe there's someone in their family that's, you know, basically not being supportive, they can watch this film and realize that, uh, you can remove some of those voices and continue to focus on your dream and actually accomplish it. And I think you did that. Thank you. Thank you. I, I know I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, in that, you know, anybody who wants to play an instrument, wants to play an instrument, uh, possesses the ability to do so. And so like how we were talking about in Manny's case, it was a no brainer for me to, to go out and buy that carry guitar and say, Hey, here, play, because that's what I wanted as a kid. And I wasn't able to do it until I was nine. I wasn't allowed to do it until I was 19. And I resented my family for that. And so I, I was, I was mad and angry that I could have been so far further down my path of playing the instrument had I been able to start sooner. Yeah, I think hindsight's twenty twenty, but I think you're doing great. But let me ask you a question about your band, the Mendenhall Experiment. And I know that you, in, in the film, it documents, you know, you had a lot of member changes, and you have a stellar lineup of guys with you uh, right now. How did those guys come together? <laughs> the, the, the lineup that we have in the band came together pretty organically. It came together out of the fallout of another lineup. Um, so, and, and you're right, I'm very blessed to have um, super talented musicians around me that can build off the foundations that I bring forth and also contribute uh, equally as, as, as members. And, and the music we make is you know, it's beautiful. It's melodic. It's catchy. It's heavy, uh, and it's everything that speaks to me as a musician. Well, when you're writing songs, or let's say that the songs that you wrote for the album, like things like "Seize the Day" and "Prosthetic," I mean, what what was the inspiration behind those songs? And were there other uh, artists that you kind of looked to to try to get a feel of how you wanted your songs to go? <clears throat> The music, the, the music comes together first uh, a lot of times, and um, "Seize the Day" in particular was the very first song I, I wrote for the band, and it went through numerous changes to get it to the version that you hear and you love uh, today. And then, um, you know, "Prosthetic" was written. That main list was written. Um, a few days after Wayne Static from Static X passed away. Mm. Um, I, he passed away, and I just kind of hopped in front of my rig and grabbed my guitar and said, I want to do something that was Static X inspired. And that riff was a lot faster when I started it. But then as time went, went along, we slowed the riff down, and now you have this super catchy, like, uh, like groove-oriented riff. 
And then as far as lyrics go, we we want to be a band that can create a positive, uplifting message. So once we get the music together, we we go in and, and start throwing lyric ideas around. Thankfully, I have an amazing vocalist who can write songs in a matter of minutes, and Mario will come up with stuff, and we'll just kind of mold it and tweak it from there. And he came up with the line, Seize the Day, and, and then we, through Prosthetic, we were talking about... Prosthetic almost follows my my story in the film. Um, if you really listen to the lyrics of the song, it, it, it's kind of a nod to Mind of the Matter, you know? Yeah, I, I, I kind of got that. And, uh, you know, what what does the future hold for tw- in 2019 for the Mendenhall Experiment? Uh, we're going to be going on a national tour with FLA uh, up the East Coast as direct support uh, in April. Um, we're probably doing a small tour in March. And then um, we're recording a, a new record. So you'll see and hear new music from us kind of mid-2019. We should drop something. But, you know, that, that's the focus for the year, is to tour our butts off and to write and record this record. Fantastic. And ladies and gentlemen, I, need, I want you to go to iTunes, and I want you to buy the current album, The Mendenhall Experiment. And when I say buy it, I don't mean tag it on Spotify for free. I mean buy the freaking album. The reason is, is because musicians, producers, the road crew, everybody has to get paid. And we see, we here on Life Changing Wellness believe in supporting musicians, the bands, the artists, and that only happens when you actually buy the record. And not only that, buy the record, listen to it, enjoy it. You're going to be a brand new fan of the Mendenhall Experiment. So take it from me, Dr. Bond. I know a lot of people in the music industry, and you buy the album. That's what you do. And Sebastian, uh, where can everyone go and get the film Mind Over Matter? The film is available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, and all of the other digital outlets of the world. And for more information and to find all these links, you can go to mindovermatterfilm.com to find out every single piece of information about Brendan's very inspirational story. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, take it from Sebastian, take it from Brandon. You need to go to mindovermatterfilm.com, buy the film. And, and I can tell you one thing, sit there, watch it, watch it with your friends, uh, get people together. And, and if you have family members or maybe you have friends with disabilities, have them watch it. They need inspiration and motivation. There is no limitation in this world except for the limitations that we place on ourselves again, and it all starts in the brain. But this documentary, Mind Over Matter, is a piece of filmmaking art. It's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, and I commend you, Sebastian, for just having the the eye to put this, this whole film together. And Brandon, uh, thank you. Uh, from me and everyone else for sharing your life story with all of us, because I know the only direction 
for you to go is to continue to go up and up. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I definitely, uh, we're going to do that. <laughs> I know you will. And uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you for blessing us with your time here on Life Changing Wellness. I am inspired and motivated. I know all my listeners are inspired and motivated. And again, ladies and gentlemen, Get to iTunes. I want you to buy the Mendenhall Experiment. Listen to those songs, Seize the Day, and the other songs on that album. And again, mindovermatterfilm.com. Buy the documentary. That's what you got to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at radiomd.com slash drbond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. Thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. And now you can download our show on Spotify. Just look up Dr. Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, and you can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. Again, thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.